0: Hey everybody! My name is Manny.
1: I'm Alex, and my name is Brandon.
0: And together we are the,
1: the Nerdlot. Nerd Lot. We gotta get some. like still... you
2: know, oh, good.
1: We gotta get like oh, a, a person to guide us through this. Uh,
0: put a jingle. <laughs> maybe we do that. Yeah,
1: maybe, a we, maybe we do a little intro. Maybe you can just man, we yeah. are plus play.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, or maybe like a. You, you know what? We should do that. My like name is Good and just play a the little theme like the jingle. Yeah, we'll come up with play. the jingle. We'll come up with yeah. the jingle. All right. So <laughs> if anybody out there listening right now who's really good with like jingles, jingle, jingles and all that stuff, uh, let us know. And maybe we'll go ahead and use that on the intro. All right. So this is a brand new episode of the Nerd Lot, as mentioned. And we are, as usual, uh, going to probably drink a little bit of booze and talk nerdy nonsense, especially opening up with the newest episode of The Mandalorian, which was, you know, a good one as well and uh following after that we're gonna go ahead and uh pretty much discuss all the wonderful stuff that uh disney decided to throw at us last week and just bombard us with so much information and uh you know uh how do you you know just really quick before we get into mandalorian what was your initial reaction watching all the stuff from um by from uh disney the uh the investors meeting Uh, alex what was just in one sentence what was your initial reaction to all that
2: Tremendous, to borrow a, t- a term we've heard recently. Tremendous. All right. How about you, Brandon?
1: Uh it was uh, inspiring. <laughs> we? Be- no, you know I don't want to. You <laughs> no, know no, a lot of people.
0: Good. You know it's good. We, you know inspiring, That's good. That's really good. That's really. It's good. how you felt. It's how you felt about it. There's nothing you know, wrong with that. Like
1: there there's so many different ways to look at it, and I don't want to use one that's been used before. So I felt like. Um, this was a pretty shitty year and they ended it with a big old bang.
0: Yep. Well, I wish I could say something more profound than that, but I just had a constant boner just listening to all this <laughs> <laughs> <because> <laughs> <I'm just>
1: talking <laughs> about
0: like nine inch erection, just going strong. All right. Swing, swing, swing. But before we head into this, I told you guys <laughs> keeping it classy, but all right. So we're going to
1: press for- record, man. You go. For- <laughs> Wait, are we, are we <laughs> yeah, of course.
0: I'm sorry. I'm just gonna get, keep drinking my booze. Rather no. than take it away.
1: Yeah, you know we should tell Manny we're recording like 20 minutes before the episode starts, so right. his energy increases. Oh. Get some going. I'm just,
0: know? I'm just like, um, I think I'm just happy. I what didn't bust a Rudy Giuliani and just fart into the microphone.
1: Well, <laughs> um, actually, I can see your hair is uh, dripping down your face. Um, so we, you know, like Manny said, we're going to talk about the Mandalorian. Um, and then we're going to get into the Disney Investor Day. We're not really going to talk about like all the stuff that happened because. It was literally like Disney barfed out every piece of content they have onto Disney Plus and to the movies. So um, there are other wonderful channels for that. We're going to talk about how we feel about it later. But first, let's talk about this Mandalorian episode. This one, uh, it was a little bit different because this was really the first episode there was no Grogu, right, at all, like nothing. So it was – we, and, and to take themes of the other episodes, we ended up right on this planet. There's not a lot of travel and uh, we know what the goal is the goal is to get Bill Burr um, Alex, what were you uh, what were your impressions of Bill Burr and who who do you think won this episode? you know was it was it Mando was it um, was it Mickey Moth Gideon? what do you think?
2: Oh I, I think Bill Burr was amazing. just just another opportunity for him to show that the guy can really act and and he's one of many standout performances in the Mandalorian, especially this season. Right. He, he brought a a depth to this character that was, you know, it was, it was pretty amazing. Uh, this is the second appearance he's made on the show. Uh, first appearance, he seems to have been an associate of Mando's from years past. They get together to do a job, uh, Bill Burr's character, Mayfield, uh, uh, betrays him, but Mando ends up with the upper hand at the end. Right. Uh, Mayfield ends up on this, uh, on this uh, planet, doing hard times, hard hard labor uh, for for his involvement in, in that uh, in that initial episode. But uh, but in terms of the character, I I thought he was great. I thought that it was a character that I'd like to see again. And and in terms of who won the episode, I you know I, Mando. Right. I, I, yeah. It just came to me. The ending is absolutely amazing when he shows up in the in the in the hologram there in the middle of Moff Gideon's ship. And he basically repeats to him word for word uh, what Moff Gideon told him once before. But uh, it, this has been noted in, in, in multiple outlets is the, the 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 slight change to the speech when he says that he means something to me he will be back in my hands, you know, before you know it, that kind of thing. He referred to him as, as he,
0: and not it. Yes. The way that Moff Gideon did. So I thought, yeah, Mando's a clear winner here. All right. So before we do that, I think Alex, uh, can you give us a, just like, even, I think this is like the most straightforward episode throughout the entire season, like just super from point A to B, right? Right. No twist turns, or, I mean, there was a couple of surprises, but what, what essentially happened in this episode? Uh,
2: The idea here is that uh, Moff Gideon has a hold of Grogu. Uh, They need to find out the coordinates of Moff Gideon's ship. The galaxy is, of course, is one very big galaxy. They can't just show up somewhere and say, you know, where is he? So they get the idea to uh, break. (laughs) That
1: would be a boring series.
2: That That would be a boring series. Uh, Yeah. And uh, they they get the idea to uh, get to Mayfield because Mayfield can identify the coordinates being that he's an ex-Imperial trooper. But they call him uh,
1: Imp, right? Like, what a name. Like, He's right, a, former right. fellow, former a
0: former Imp. Former so Imp. When I first said that, I'm like, did he just call him a Simp?
1: <laughs> no, he's like, I'm a grower, not a show. Or like, well, what did you call me again? <laughs> 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 okay, so they, you, please.
2: They, they, uh, they through some, uh, you know, legal and illegal means, get him off of this uh, planet. And they, they break it down for him and tell him, you're going to help us find Moff Gideon's uh, ship. At first, he's a, he's a little bit reticent to do so. But then he realizes that anywhere but that planet he's on is, is better for him. So the catch, though, is, as sometimes happens on these shows, is that they need to get to an imperial terminal. Basically, a, a computer that will allow them to interface and, and find those set coordinates. And unfortunately, there were two terminals or there are two terminals that we, that he knows of. One was on the planet uh, Navarro, which I believe they destroyed that particular base,
1: if I'm not mistaken. I think so, yeah. That right. was in previous episodes, I believe. In
2: a previous episode. So the uh, the only terminal that he's aware of is on a planet, which the name escapes me at the moment. Do you guys recall? Doesn't I matter. do not. It's irrelevant. There's a hidden Imperial base, uh, which nobody is aware of. So that's where we're going. That's where our adventure takes us. All right. So in this, in this group is uh, Boba Fett. Fennec, uh, Mando, Mayfield, and the Marshal, uh, Cara Doom. Cara Doom, yeah. And they, they put together a plan of how they're going to get into this uh, base. They're basically going to hijack a, a transport uh, that's on the planet and uh, you know, jump the, uh, the, the, the stormtroopers, uh, put on their armor, and then just drive right in. That's the plan anyway. So there's a uh, the cat though there is a catch there is a catch a few few of
1: them
0: yeah a few of them basically um i guess the the empire has you know has dna scans and like facial recognition and even like uh, dna and like you know just you know chemical stuff like they can identify you stuff right so if you've like you've been caught before or anything like that they can identify you basically so they're like, okay, we're we're gonna send you, uh, uh, you know, Mayfield. You're you're gonna go ahead and drive this. Uh, you're, we're gonna hijack this this transport vehicle with like this fuel. I forget what it's called, but there's like this fuel that's super, super, uh, uh delicate, right? We're like very if you combustible. Crap, very combustible. Make yeah. It could it blow to crap if, if like you just go slightly too fast or you hit like one bad bump on the road, right? So, um, so Mayfield <laughs> says, hey, all, you I know pi-
1: all I pictured in my head was the speed music
0: dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun
2: that's important
0: how to stay below 50 right
1: oh so, man um, you so shout, I, out, you shout know, out to that movie anyways yeah.
0: so um what's it called uh, so mayfield's like okay they're gonna recognize my face all right so let's do it or you know i have to put on you know disguise so they have to go ahead and basically put on the stormtroopers outfits on and but other people can't go because They'll easily recognize him through scans and everything else. So then Mando says, okay, I'll go. But they're like, oh, brother, but you know, how are you going to go? You know? But So basically the next, the, the very next thing is Mando actually takes his uniform off all his armor. We don't see is, that though. doesn't really we don't do see that. Yeah. You, so he puts, he puts on, he walks out in this like stormtrooper outfit and there was a really good, um, like a two, three minute exchange where uh, both Mando and Mayfield yeah. are driving. Right? I was going to bring that
1: up. That's one of my highlights of the show. Yeah. yeah. So
0: go, so can if you, you, you can probably give me a little bit more. Uh, um, I guess you can be a little more descriptive. Uh, what, what was that conversation? Uh,
1: like, and and it's one of the things that stood out to me uh, initially because of what bill burr was talking about right and there's a lot of comparisons um in in in, star wars has come over the years and we're gonna get we're gonna get out of the mandalorian for just a quick second and talk about like just star wars lore in general right a lot of people have said look the jedi are just as bad as the empire they take kids they do this they do that and obviously look these are all fictional things here so pump the brakes we're not really like you know but like the um, so and and that's bill burr's talking about you know that man that mando is changing his uh, his rules, right? The, his own rules that he set for himself based off what's happening around him. Now, all of a sudden, like, and he brings up a good point, like, could you not take, it's like, could you not take off your mask or do you not want to take off your mask? Like, there's a difference mm-hmm. there. And he's also talking about, especially in the wars, and this is a very, very real world scenario. And he's like, if you are grown up and on Alderaan, you think one thing. If you grew up on another planet, you think another thing. And he's like, and now both those planets are gone, so who cares? Like, and, and that's the way Bill Burr is actually is as a comedian. He's very like that, um, and he, he kind of thinks outside the box. And he's not a right or a left. He's just kind of a guy who, who makes points and you know, know, trying to be a comedic way. And he's like, especially about sound. Know, he's talking about the War in Mandalore. Like, do you think all those people who were just dragged into the war you think they had a choice you think they right. had like a real choice and you know and, and, he, and that loops back into what he had to do when he was an imperial officer right and you know and, and, and what i got from it, it's like kids who were born in america kids who were born in england kids who were born in iran kids who were born in russia they are all victims of their circumstance Right. And they're going to believe what their, their parents tell them. And a lot of people are fighting awards. Their parents started
0: right. everybody. And, nobody sets out award believing that they're the bad guy,
1: you know, and, um, and that was his point. Like, and, and, and I brought it further because I was talking to some people on the internet, which is always a great idea. Right. About Star Wars. <laughs> um, And it's like, are the Jedi that great? Like, you know, and the reports are it's like, well, yeah, they take babies with the parents consent. Like, oh, that makes it better. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. there, there's a, there's it's not that different, but we've been told the story of the Jedi as the heroes. And and I think this show is walking that middle ground a lot more than yeah. uh, we, Lucas we are, did in the past. Yeah, Absolutely.
0: Where as the viewer, we're kind of trained to say, oh, he's Empire. He's got to be a villain automatically right empire villain empire villain 100 percent. but even what what mayfield was getting at was like there's a gray area like you know a lot of times a lot of these stormtroopers a lot of these guys they had no choice and no first and foremost i'm never going to go ahead and defend nazis because fuck nazis oh yeah right? I mean, like, but is- if you really look at it if you look at look at certain things there were a lot of people who were kind of they kind of had to be a fucking nazi in germany yeah, no
1: cho- yeah dude but-
0: Like, like, you know, if they said, no, you're going to be in the, like a youth, like a Nazi youth group or whatever, you're going to be in it. Otherwise they're probably just going to end up killing your family kind of thing. Right. Um, So it's just kind of like, you, you, you're not going to like, you're not going to think they're good guys, but you kind of get it. You know what I mean? So that's what Mayfield was getting at. So anyway, the big line that I, I really got was saying that at the end of the day, we all have, we all have a line we won't cross until we get into a messy situation. So depending on your situation, you adapt. Some sometimes your rules are just out the window. And that kind of when I when I heard that, I knew that it was kind of like uh you know, uh foreshadowing, you know. And and we've seen it little by little. There's, you know, we've seen Mandos kind of start giving up certain things about because like as I said, Mando, he's the old school guy very much in like you know there's like priest and then there's fucking opus day right this is
1: this is the way right. you know like come on
0: no it's like no if and buts this is the way this is how we do it but we've seen time and time again that like you know slowly uh mando's adapting and he's changing because he's realizing that it's not really what i think anymore it's not really like about my way or the way that i've been brought up it's what i have to do to protect this child right right so um so, that kind of gave into it, and, and you in and, and the thing you said—do you take off your? Are what? What is it really? Is like, are you just not supposed to ever take off the helmet, or you're not supposed to show your face, kind of thing? You know. So, um, so then, one thing I love about uh, Pedro Pascal doing this character is like, even when he's wearing a helmet, he just portrays so much. I don't know, like
1: body language, right?
0: You can, you can feel. His facial expressions through the goddamn mask.
1: It's pretty great. Like, the, if he, yeah. like, like is like the shock, like, you can see the furrow brow, like, through it's, it's, I know what you mean. I know yeah. what you mean.
0: So, anyway, they make it to this base. But, well, and then we are nerdy as shit, start, dude. Start the start, start <laughs> right? First of all, we went into like Mad Max, uh, road warrior super
1: mad max yeah
0: mad max right like we're like these like pirates are trying to like blow up this this fuel tank and then mando he doesn't he can give a shit about the fuel but he just doesn't want to blow up because he needs to get that transport so they can get into the base
1: and did you notice that when he was like taking some blows like he he thought he had best on, and then he he's like oh
0: shit oh yeah like that yeah. fucking hurt <laughs> yeah like he hit with was spear, and he's like Poof. oh ah, yeah. crap
1: that's right. I don't have this like incredibly strong steel all over my body. It must be he, nice.
0: He was super vulnerable. Like I was a fight, he was like yeah. super vulnerable physically. Right. So anyway, they make it into this base, and you know they get they, they get it to the base, and everybody, mainly all the stormtroopers, all the soldiers, they congratulate them. They think they're heroes because they actually made it. They, they they're the only transport that day to make it to base. Jesus. So they go into the mess hall. And there's officers in the mess hall, and that's where the terminal is. But then Mayfield says he recognizes an officer, and he says, "Oh shit, I can't go in there because I actually served under that guy, under that officer. He's gonna recognize me." So and then he's like, hey, "This is it. This is done. This is like we we got we gotta abort." Mando says, "Like no, fuck that. Give me the give me the hard drive. I will go and insert into the terminal." And he's like, Don't are you crazy? You have to they have to scan your face, it's facial recognition.
1: <laughs> so stubborn.
0: <laughs> so Mando, he just kind of pauses, but then he just grabs it and goes to the terminal anyway, and then tries to scan it. But he's wearing the helmet still. So keep in mind he's wearing a stormtrooper helmet. And um it's the machine says, Oh, cannot recognize, must scan, otherwise the alarm will go off. So immediately he without even like thinking about it, he just takes the helmet off, right? And you see his face. So for a good I would say 10 minutes he's actually on screen without his helmet on. His face is on. So then the he's approached by the the officer and then he's like, "Oh, what's your unit number or whatever? What's your assignment? What's your assignment number?" And then he's like, "What? What?" We're like, "You know." And then Bill Put him on the spot, yeah. And then Mayfield comes like, "Oh, he's such and such, blah blah blah. 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 We're here." And then the officer like, "Wait, you two made it onto uh, the base, right? You're the only ones. Let's celebrate. Let's get a drink."
1: Yeah, talk about a left turn, right? That was an interesting yeah. little, uh, little.
0: So now this officer is seated, grabbing a drink with Mayfield and Mando, without a helmet. None of them are wearing. Their faces are out in the open. No masks. Like, no no masks. social
1: distancing. Unbelievable, <laughs> Faloney. Unbelievable, man. <laughs> so
0: the officer then says, "You know what? Good day. What do we toast to? Oh, to the Empire? No.
1: You know this scene
0: was and so fucking good. This scene." the way it played out, you know what it reminded me of remember Christoph Waltz in Django Unchained where they had Broomhilda, They yeah. had, her, they had Jamie Foxx's wife and all they had to do was just walk away, walk out of there. They, they, then that, that would have been it. They would have saved her. They would have walked out alive, everybody alive. But then because Christoph Waltz's character says he cannot, he's, he's European. So they don't have the slavery like, like they do in the States at the time. Right. So he knew that Leonardo DiCaprio's character is a total piece of shit. So in his good conscience, he can't just leave. He has to do something. So he goes, you know what? I can't walk away. So he takes out a gun and just fucking shoots Leonardo DiCaprio point blank. And everything just goes to shit. And so he shoots Leonardo DiCaprio. Jamie Foxx looks at him and says, like, what the fuck did you do? And he's like, I'm sorry, I had to. It's just what he had to do. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly the way that this scene played out right so they had a conversation and they were like oh all the people all the soldiers that died under you whoa oh they're oh yeah they died they're heroes to the empire were they did they have a choice and then you can see bando just looking away like just kind of like oh, shut the fuck up.
1: Hey, you, and you see bill burr and if you know bill burr i just want to step in real quick if you know bill burr mm-hmm. he is an angry comedian so like he is he has a tone about him when he gets into his thing and you can see the the level hot getting hotter and hotter and hotter With him, and he's a white bald dude, so he's getting red too. Uh, It it was good. It was good.
0: His eyes got teary, and you can see the anger and like all the trauma, everything that he was talking about. That way, he saw happen was this his entire platoon. You saw it in that moment, like like he was part of the empire, but he didn't have a choice. He, he had to. He had to be there, but he did not necessarily agree with what the Empire was doing, right? No, so, exactly what do you do? That. Takes out his blaster and just shoots the fucking officer point blank.
1: And, and I'm sure so many veterans um, of many wars could mm-hmm. put themselves in Bill Burr's shoes and uh, and understand what he was going what it was saying at the time. Like it, it, that, that was one of the most powerful scenes I, I felt in the show, maybe in Star Wars history really like because great uh, great and and when bill burr said like you know some scars you can't see and that's true and for many people in many different things many different areas and uh, not now all of us get to shoot our oppressor um (laughs) and not you know and but that was a a powerful moment and like you said all hell broke loose right after that
0: go back to the first episode from the first no the to the previous episode where Mayfield was in in the in the first season right we were led to believe that he's ex uh, M- empire so he's kind of like an asshole he's just like a douchebag and just like a criminal kind of thing right but in these 3 minutes 3 to 5 minutes alone that character was so redeemed you yeah. understood that like maybe he is a good guy he's just he's just a product of the circumstances right Right. And he redeemed himself, and you know, as they're escaping, and they get onto uh, they get onto uh, Boba Fett's what's it called? The uh, slave one, yeah. So they get onto Man, it, that and that thing says, looks awesome. And he, sees, and he sees like they're flying up, and he sees all the fuel tanks that they had Joe's drove in. He says, Hand me that rifle, goes shoots it, and he blows up the entire fucking base. And then he'd be based on the conversation that they had earlier, he says. Oh, I just I'm just looking to be able to sleep at tonight or something like that. Like he redeemed himself. He felt like all the weight of everything that he ever had to do because of the fucking empire was lifted off his shoulders. And Mando understood that. They're like, oh, he, he. This is the way. It goes back to what Mando does. You know, it's just like he he. It's not that he necessarily wants to do it. It's just like this is the way. That's what he's supposed to do. That's his code, right? And the same way that Mayfield, as an em- empirical soldier, he had to do it because to them that was the way. So, in those five minutes alone, there were a lot more character development. There was way much more character development in those five fucking minutes than there were in the entire sequel trilogy for Finn, per se.
1: FN two one eight, whatever his thing was, right? <laughs> because right. you know, they, they and they had some, you know, they had growth with him in episode seven, but episode eight and nine, it was just all gone. So, um, I think that star wars are going to learn from their mistakes and uh and keep mayfield around um as a a gunner right like I, no oh, one intended yeah. but yeah. you know coming back exactly like hey he's middle relief like hey man we're gonna need a guy in the seventh and eighth um and mayfield's gonna be that dude so i'm I'm curious to see if he's gonna be in the last episode he's gonna, um
0: he's gonna be there han solo
1: you know um and he's funny he, as hell so we can easily see where it's like Look, Disney is – like I, we mentioned, we're teasing it. They unveil the gauntlet, right? So who knows what is going to happen down the road? Look, Bill Burr is also – he has a show on Netflix. Um, it just and it just ended. It was the, um, the animated show. Um, I can't remember what it's called at the moment. So he is very extensively involved in voiceover and animation and cartoons. So don't be surprised if he gets more involved in Star Wars. Like, you know, yeah. uh, maybe there's an animated series where Mayfeld's in. Um, so we'll we'll see um but here let, let's finish with this alex what are your predictions of the season finale because this is it man this is the season finale episode eight um so we'll end on season we'll end on predictions and then we'll take a quick break and then get into um investment. I,
2: I, I don't think i don't think they get grogu back not in this episode i, I think they stretch it out into uh season three I, you know, just something tells me they'll get close. There'll be some fantastic action sequences. There's going to be some really great stuff happening. But I, I I'm guessing that that big pool is going to be, you know, like a they didn't get him man. back. They'll 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 bring him back. Yeah, they'll bring him back at the end of uh, 2021. That's that's my prediction.
1: That's uh, what are the odds? Right now, Grogu back at Mando plus seven fifty. Like, you know,
0: <laughs> <laughs> what do you
1: think, Manny? What are, what do you what are your predictions for um, episode eight or chapter I think, eight? I think no, a Jedi, whatever
0: a Jedi will show up. Which? Yeah. Do, do I, you have I,
1: any predictions of which Jedi?
0: I'm um, still I'm still trying to put down money and saying it's Mace Windu.
1: That would be look if they pull off fucking Sam Jackson. I mean,
0: like let's Sam Jackson, and it's gonna and it's gonna work. Because Sam Jackson, if he ends up facing Boba Fett, Boba Fett is able to face the guy who decapitated his dad, right? I think, I I just think at some point, and think about it, it's not far-fetched, because story-wise, it makes sense. But also, Sam Jackson is also very much intertwined in the world of Disney because of Marvel anyway. Sam Jackson can easily come on and say, put me on this motherfucking show, and they will put him on the motherfucking show, right? So, I'm thinking, some way, somehow... A Jedi will show up. Remember that Wi-Fi signal that uh, Grogu put out? Oh yeah, he's definitely bringing somebody. But
1: who?
0: Um, but whoever shows up, it's going to be somebody big. Oh, somebody uh,
1: big. I think we're getting a VO of Mark Hamill. Mm-hmm. Um, just voiceover. I do not think we're going to get Luke's face. I think we're going to be very, you know, they. I, I think you know we're we. They don't want to use Luke the way Luke has been used in the past. I feel like, and Luke's in a low-hanging fruit. But it's a way to increase the scope of this series, like really, because that's what we want to do. Right. We want to make this from fringe Star Wars to the biggest show ever. And if Luke is involved, then that's it becomes that Um, that that and Luke ties it into, uh, you know, it just it brings it closer to like what Alex said at the beginning, like to that funnel where we're going, which is episode seven um
0: and i think uh not only that but i think uh what's his face is going to make an appearance the one that ahsoka tano was talking about
1: uh yeah um uh, a so and i think he might be where and i don't want to get too much into like spoilerville to season three but i feel like we're gonna break away from the skywalker saga so maybe like luke will come in and, and do something but i think he might turn grogu away as well i i, I don't I, I think we're gonna he's gonna be like Go, you know, if we ever get there, um, I, I think Luke's just going to be like a one and done. Like that's my like if, if he's involved at all. But I, I do think there is some room for him. But I do think Thrawn's going to be a big thing in season three. Where, you know, he's going to be another guy where, um, and this might be down the road. Maybe at the same time of episode seven, eight, and nine, we might be seeing some simultaneous things happening. Where yeah, that's happening on the other side of the universe, but we're focusing on this right now.
0: Right. Yeah. I think. Right. Uh, do you do you think there will be more than uh, three seasons for Mandalorian? yeah do you think at one point yeah. i think Man- they stop at five
1: yeah oh yeah for sure i think he might die at the end of like the middle of season i think he might only be here for three seasons like I-, I
0: think
2: i think once they establish that other series have gained a foothold and are you know maybe as popular if not more popular then at that point they can let it go but right now mandalorian is where everything gets baked. you know what i mean
1: Maybe they, maybe they transfer it to the film universe, right? Where, um, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, we'll just do a couple Mandalorian movies and then we're done. And that's yeah.
2: it. Yeah. Agreed. I don't
1: know. Um, but yeah, let's, um, let's take a quick break and then we'll hop over to, uh, discuss Disney. Okay. We are back. That was a great break. Um, we all went big old poops. We all took big old craps. That's why we had to take a break. Um, huge. Yeah. Huge. Um, speaking of craps that um were laid upon us disney um took a big old one but it's more like a pleasant one that we all enjoyed um uh, disney unveiled the gauntlet uh they had their investor day um last week and uh you guys were able to watch most of it um i had a few meetings but it it was really almost like tough to keep up you know yes um and if you missed an hour it, it felt like it was going on all day it really was right like from like whatever time it started we're still getting a break and it was like at five pacific time where it's like what is, how can they have i think
2: this? we had it on our calendar uh, that it was only going to go on for i think i want to say three hours
1: it was and just it, like
2: it, it, it went way beyond that there were so many announcements i mean from every part of the galaxy it seemed
1: well really i mean like well in the last like 12 months for disney uh, if you're an investor uh, if you own Disney stock, this was a great twelve month for you. Uh, yeah. They they absorbed, they became the full owners of all Marvel entities, um, which includes Spider Man. Which as and as we get closer to, um, and I don't want to talk about Spider Man three too much because we'll, uh, Spider Man three needs an episode, but that's gonna be like, freaking spider-man endgame like it's gonna be everything like it's gonna be a crazy movie um and that's just what disney is doing with all of their stuff like we have control over everything and we're going to unveil everything um you want to start with marvel or because marvel or star wars really um lucasfilm so um, what we, you, you know, we're not going to do you know, what we did last episode is talk about every single movie that Warner Bros. is going to release. You know, so That was a little bit much. Um, Alex, let's start with you. What were your um, initial thoughts of what's, you know, Lucasfilm with Star Wars brought to the table? Um, and what is your favorite thing that you saw from that segment?
2: I, I was shocked simply at the sheer volume of, of of content that they intend to put out in the next few years. The names that are attached to some of these projects, right? Um, both animated series and live action on Disney Plus films. Um, it, it's, it's just they're covering all their bases. The idea, of course, is that they're going to funnel everybody towards Disney Plus, right? They are going to become the streaming service, at least that, yep. that is their intent. But uh, to simply give us this massive amount and, uh, uh, of content and, and make these announcements, I thought was was just pretty wild. Uh, I, I did not expect that. Right. But I, I think they were really just you know, putting all their cars on the table and saying, look, here, here's here's a fact. You may you may not have a, a whole lot of confidence in our company because of what's happened with our theme parks. But forget about that for a second, we're going to give you all of this, uh, all, all of this, uh, you know, content on our streaming channel. So so I, I think that's why they did it. Uh, in any other uh, year, they would have given you just enough to get you excited, you know, tickle your ass with a feather. But uh, this time they decided to give you the full the full uh, job there. And I thought that was massive. Uh, what, what was my most exciting or what was the most exciting announcement? I, you know, I don't know that there was one particular series. I just because just when I heard one thing that really just got me excited, they made another announcement uh, and, and another and another and another. As I, as I said before, so many things. So just just overall that, that there's a plan and that there's actually some really good creative forces behind this plan, not just a Lucas not just a kathleen kennedy yep. but th- so many different people that have already proven that they can work well within the star wars universe
1: um, agreed and some of the things we already knew about too right some things we knew that were happening um mm-hmm. so like the obi-wan show that really did. yeah i was i was hoping for a trailer but apparently it was just like a. what was a big announcement to obi-wan if i'm not mistaken
2: uh, unless Oh, that! Oh,
1: well, and that was rumored that that, that Christensen is back. Um, a lot
2: of people didn't know, but a lot of people didn't. Yeah, and you know. and that, that
1: was rumored for uh, for Star Wars fans for a good while that Christensen would be back. I'm glad he is, and it's it, it's very exciting for um, for many people because, like you said earlier in the episode, gap filling. Yeah. This is gap filling at the highest level, right? Like yeah. this is, um, and this is more of like sequels right we're looking at sequels here there's Um,
2: no gaps there's there's nothing here where you're going to have to wait for any length of time for one of these you know uh uh, shows to or movies to come out your life for the next i don't know how many years is going to be filled with some sort of star wars
1: content it's it's gonna it's gonna be a lot of fun um Hey hey Christian Hayden Christian being back is is great. What
2: what is he going to play though? He's already Darth Vader. This takes place after.
1: Yeah, he's so he's going to play Vader and I think what's going to happen uh, we're not going to see much of his face, but we're probably going to see a few um flashbacks. He's going to be his voice um and I think we're going to see a lot of Vader um struggling to be Vader.
2: So you know? so what you're telling me is that he's going to voice him and then at some point they upgrade him to a module that gives him the voice of a deep black man. Yes. That's what's going to happen. That happens down the road as soon as they make some.
1: As he gets, as he ages, he drinks more um, whiskey. Right. His his, his voice. gives not that beautiful, beautiful uh, James Earl Jones. Uh, (laughs) Jones Maybe we'll see the transformation in this series to James Earl Jones for his voice become that. I'm just curious to see where, where they go with it. Yeah, i'm super excited to see uh, anakin back and, and action um and they're gonna have at least one battle so maybe he's not even going to be in the show for a long time maybe he's going to be one or two episodes you know like it, he seems like he doesn't want a lot to do with this um anymore mm-hmm. and maybe it's because of the, the the flack on the internet yeah i don't know but maybe it's because he hates sand i don't know <laughs> uh <laughs> it's what did he say? It's coarse, and, and <laughs> whatever he said, that's some stupid reason. But uh,
2: there's a lot of stuff. Okay, what was yours? What was your big uh, takeaway uh,
1: for for Marvel? Um, I I love the Ahsoka series. Number I, I thought, and it's just like you said, all they did was saw perfect. I, I and maybe this is already in the works, right? They knew mm-hmm. they we're going to introduce her in the Mandalorian, and then we're going to bam, like now that Filoni's in charge, the Ahsoka series, because yeah. I feel that that is going to be. Um, the Mandalorian 2.0 right like Mm -hmm. that's going to take the reins of if the Mandalorian ends Ahsoka's going to pick it up like I'm very excited about that series uh it's essentially the Clone Wars 2.02 right who knows where it can go that can connect so many dots that's going to be a heavy you know component of Thrawn it seems like um there's a whole Clone Wars uh stuff there and um the Taika Waititi movie, which they just announced, um, which we knew about for a few months, but I'm very excited about what Taika can bring to Star Wars. Yeah, oh,
2: absolutely. How about you, Manny?
1: Hey, buddy. <laughs> What's up? What What was your favorite uh, Lucasfilm announcement from Investor Day? Willow. Willow. Okay. Why?
0: because it's fucking willow man <laughs> like you know willow i'm a big fan of the uh, was it 1988 when it was released 19 yeah 88 yeah, something like that uh so i'm a big fan of the original willow <laughs> right, directed by ron howard and produced by uh it was based on a story that uh George Lucas created, right? So we got Ron Howard on board. You know, him and and Ron Howard they go way back from uh yes, they the do. 80 days. Um, but
1: you think he, uh, you think he named Howard the Duck? I'm just kidding. Ron <laughs> Howard <laughs> the Duck.
0: <laughs> Howard the Duck is based on a comic book by <laughs> No, no, I'm just kidding, obviously. <laughs>
1: Look, it was just low-hanging fruit. I just want to take the advantage of this guy it, named being Howard, and there's a duck named Howard.
0: Yeah, so uh yeah. Uh, Where was I? Oh, yeah, Willow. Willow, Willow. I'm a a big fan of it. And uh, just, you know, for a few years, we always heard about rumblings about a possible sequel. And I know that Ron Howard had been teasing it for quite a time, quite quite some time now. And I know that we did get uh, one or two books that were meant to be like sequels to Willow, but they weren't that great. But, yeah, so that's that's where I'm at. And the thing that got me the most excited about that is that they actually they're actually getting Warwick to come back to play Willow. Um, wow. Yeah, so that's that. Is Ron right. Howard involved in Um I'm not sure. I'm not sure what. Maybe it's uh, like EP or something like that? I'm not sure. You know, exactly. Probably. Something like that, yeah. Is his brother well, going to be in it? That's what, what I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> not
1: <watching. laughs> <laughs> He has to. He puts him in everything. <laughs> yeah,
0: dude. I'm mostly curious too, as to whether or not Val Kilmer will come back. Uh, yeah. in, oh. Even though he looks like Val Kilmer now looks like he, he ate uh, two Val Kilmer's. From you know?
1: the- I call him Val Kilmer's yeah. because he's like two. He's two of what <laughs> Oh but.
0: man, yeah, still so great actor, man. Still my favorite. Unbelievable! You know- he's an yeah. unbelievable actor. He's Val got Wil- some
2: other challenges. I, I gotta believe <laughs> yes. they're gonna bring in new people. I gotta believe they have
1: to.
0: He'll play some sort of you know cameo role. So, that- is
1: this a sequel or a redo? It's a sequel. Okay.
0: Yeah. So it exists, you know, within the same world and all that. Okay. I'm not sure, I'm not sure what. direction they're going to take the story in but yeah as far as lucasfilm that's what it is yeah yes i I mean i'm I'm excited about most of the star wars stuff and all that but you know i'm curious more to uh as far as the star wars stuff i am very excited about patty jenkins taking on the role of a director she did a great job as uh, a wonder woman i i really really enjoyed the first wonder woman flick um uh, even though yeah you know i think The studio kind of took it over and kind of messed with the third act a little bit there, Mm -hmm. and we're trying to make it a little too much like the the ending of Batman v Superman. Um, But
1: studios do that, yeah. Studios Mm -hmm. do
0: that. So I, I I still like to believe that that wasn't Patty Jenkins's uh, 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 choice to go that direction. But you know, I think now because it was such a hit, I think Patty Jenkins has a lot more clout. Um, So I think even Wonder Woman, 1984. From I've heard, I've actually heard from some um, friends who have actually seen it uh, because they meant they were gonna review it and all that. They're legitimate. It's
1: been ready for like six months.
0: Yeah, so they uh, they already saw it like maybe a week ago, and the general consensus seems to be that it is it runs circles around the first Wonder Woman. Like it took all the stuff that didn't work about Wonder Woman, and they kind of corrected those things and improved big time also on the stuff that did work but anyway that said i think patty jenkins uh really does have a uh, pretty good understanding about you know storytelling and you know um direction as far as action and as long as disney just lets her do her thing it's, i think I, I i think rogue squadron will be a good flick
1: oh yeah for sure
0: that's a big um, if but yep
1: I, I i i think so i i hope so um
0: Well, I think if it's guys, you know, like guys like Filoni, like Favreau and all that, like even I think Kathleen Kennedy, she really is starting to see that like maybe she has to trust the people she hired to make these movies. Um, so I think, I think that's what it is. Like she, like if it's one thing that Dave Filoni and John Favreau have done is that we've really proven that like, you kind of just have to let them do their thing. And so hopefully they, they treat the, um, they they treat the, uh, the full-length theatrical features uh, that way.
1: I, I think they're very concerned about, before um, we we'll flip over to Marvel, is Star Wars equaled Skywalker, right? Like, th- that was what it was. And now we're starting to see, like, nah, there's a lot more. People are willing to watch it. People are willing to invest in things that are not the Skywalker's. they're they're like the clintons we're done with their shit we're done with the skywalkers where we want more there's so much more um and and the F boys are starting to deliver
0: Um, yeah there's so much more than what's just going on with this one yeah i mean they're boring skywalkers
1: boring they have the same old family fucking problems and mtv like we're done with them like we're done (laughs) um so alex let's flip back to you for marvel uh, yep. What was uh, the one thing that set out to you for the Marvel verse? Um, uh, something, something we didn't know. So, what do you think?
2: Yeah, uh, I mean, th- they're going to try to reboot Fantastic Four again.
1: Again, I, yeah, I, that, I think that was rumors you know, for a while. I think that was uh, a surprise.
0: Yeah, you and, thought that
1: was a surprise?
0: Well, I think you know there have been rumors. Sorry, sorry to inter- a
1: while. interrupt, Alex.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. It was generally a surprise. I was like a surprise to see that title up there. I was. I, I think he was like, that, I really thought that they were going to go with X-Men before they went with. Mm-hmm. Boy. Yeah,
1: they're, they're yeah. still trying to figure out that mutant thing.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's a
2: key. They're going to try to figure that out and, and you know, give it time, give it a little bit of space. Yep. You know, I, th- I think that the recent X-Men movies are, are that are just that recent, still fresh in a lot of people's minds. So I think they're going to pause for a little while, you know, get a sense of how they want to build that universe up. Because I think they're going to build it up very much like they did what we know as the Marvel Cinematic Universe right now with all of those characters and at some point bridge them and, you know, bring them together, etc. But, uh, but focusing, I think, on Fantastic Four and a couple of other properties is, is the smart move. Then you've got, you know, the WandaVision, which is going to also create a, not only a lot of buzz, but also, from my understanding, is tying in a lot of this multiverse uh, uh, you know elements to it, so we're going to see a lot spring from that, right? Much like the way that Mondo, uh, Mond- Mandalorian, has been a, a a
1: launching point. Hey, Mando, what's up? Right? Man. <laughs> you're, thinking about, you're
2: thinking about Mando Jimenez, <laughs> right? Exactly. He was a Jedi in Pacoima and you know, many years ago. But but I mean, it's the same way that that Mandalorian is a launching point. I think WandaVision is going to do the same thing. And, um, you know, I think it's, it's, it's another one, man. I, I, you know, as long as they put the right people in and that's a big if uh, I think it's going to be pretty
0: good. You know, I, I, think, I think it's going to be really good. I think the way that they're really going to open it up is by kind of introducing into the MCU, they're going to introduce all these characters that haven't really gotten a whole lot of screen time in the X-Men movies, I think there's, um, there's plenty of characters that they can bring in to kind of like, you know, start blending the, stuff in there they, are, th-
1: they already did though
0: i think and they might she, oh.
1: she's been in a scarlet witch she's a mutant oh
0: well, yeah but the thing is there was no mention of anything no. because they couldn't they couldn't mention anything about magneto they, they couldn't even they couldn't even call them mutants they call, they call them miracles yeah, you know i know so, i know so they, so they kind of have to figure that out um i think and besides it's like do you really think any of the heroes from uh do you really think any of them can actually take on Magneto? Magneto would have fucking destroyed Iron Man and like by you know, fuck fuck Danos, man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He would have destroyed <laughs> Iron Man so fast.
1: I know, right? Or, or he would crap. Like, Literally, the thing I'm made of. Well, or,
0: or he 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 <laughs>
1: invents a, a
2: a material that isn't
1: subject to metal, metal at all, right? It's yeah, all exactly. Man- all, all Maybe nano is nanotech plastic. metal. I don't know. Um,
0: out of aluminum, made him oh,
1: out of yeah? tin, antimadium. I mean, look, we haven't had antimadium in, in brought into this universe yet, um, so we'll 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 see. No, no,
0: um,
1: it's adamantium. Adamantium. What I call antimadium. I um, mean, yeah, adamantium. So, look, and I think Scarlet Witch is the mutant that's going to lot like like you, you said, and to me, that is a show that's going to break open everything. Mm-hmm the Bucky and Falcon show. That's mm. going to be fun, but yeah. that, it, it, it's just a cap story. I,
0: like, I, I think they're going to do what the, um, with the doctor strange too, with the with the multiverse.
1: No, no, that's yeah. going to fix it. That it, It's going to look, I think this, it's, it's,
0: it's going to reboot some
1: shit. This Spider-Man yeah. three and multiverse are all going to be like three movies. Like are essentially like this just show is going to be like a movie. This is going to, we're going to find out a new villain in this, and I think it's going to be Mephisto. That's what it seems like. It seems like a Devil is going to be a huge part of the mm-hmm. show. Um, I, I think that this is going to break off, um, or, or I think this is going to give the hints to the X Men that Wanda's going to fuck shit up, bust open the multiverse, and then then we're going to see. We're going to. I think we're going to. What we're going to do is from this. We're going to go into a, a, an alternate reality, or or a reality where the X Men are just happening. We yeah. know, like you just you you know, like this is the Wolverine, this is Cyclops, this is Xavier, blah blah blah. You're in, and just like they did with Spider Man, like this is Spider Man. You're already in it. Uncle Ben died. Whatever you know. Now think you about no.
0: Just a little sidetrack. Just a little sidetrack. Imagine. If Wanda figures out the whole multiverse thing and lands in a oh, separate finds her brother, brings oh, back she... her brother, Quicksilver. That's that's how they can bring back Quicksilver to fix that thing. Oh yeah, maybe. It... Well... however, it's not the Quicksilver that we saw in Age of Ultron.
1: Oh, it's the other guy, right, it's from X Men.
0: Yeah, from X Men.
1: Look, and I, I think you're onto something. I really do. He's he's rumored to be in this series, and I also feel that there, we're going to go into Wanda's creation, which. The M word, the mutant word, not Metaclorians, Wrong M word. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's an M word in each series that we can't say. Um, it actually, never mind, because Disney owns everything with Marvel now, so they're they're good.
0: They, like they, even Deadpool can make an appearance, for all we know.
1: Like I, I, I have I have a feeling that the, 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 that's what I'm most excited about. Uh, yeah, I'm excited about um, some of the other shows they have going out on the line. Very excited about the the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. That's going to be fucking awesome. Right. Um, Very excited about the Baby Groot show. Curious to see what that's going to be about. Little like five episodes, it seems like. Um, Obviously, we already know what Phase Four was kind of going to be movie-wise. Still looking forward to um, Black Widow. Who knows what that's going to happen? It it will happen, but it's going to—it's not going to be the way we all intended. Um, But really. It's really just that and then Doctor Strange and Spider Man 3. Like, those are the things for me. Spider Man 3 wasn't part of this, but it's so heavily involved um, in, in everything that they're mentioning. So, um, that's what we're, I think we're expecting to see from the Star Wars universe. We want it to be as connected as Marvel is because everything is so connected every show, everything. Um, so, yeah, that's my long-winded answer.
0: <laughs> no, got it. All right, let's move on to the. Disney stuff, as far as the Disney Studio stuff. Mm, yeah, pure Disney. Yeah. What is some of the? What are some of the movies that they announced that you're excited oh, about? Oh man, uh, the talking, st- okay, this that's a bit of Pinocchio was interesting. Okay, um, Tom uh, Hanks
1: as Geppetto. All right, yeah, yeah. Uh, is mm- his son? Is his son Geppetto? Is, is Colin <laughs> Hanks Pinocchio? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, no. It'd be better if it was at uh, son that's <laughs> a rapper. <laughs> 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 What, what's that kid's name, Chaz or Chase
0: or something oh, like that? Shit. Oh shit, I mess? can't remember. That I think should be all those, The only one I was like, kind of like, really, do we really need this? Was Peter Pan and Wendy? Yeah. Do we really need another Peter Pan movie? No. Who's no. Peter Pan? Yeah, exactly.
1: You like, know, like who's Wendy? Like when did Wendy get a starring role in this? Yeah. Like this is a Peter. This is like if anything, I want another Hook movie. <laughs> I mean, let's get some more like we well, actually i don't want to call it hook because i don't want to just discredit rob williams or the villains
2: them. are always more interesting
0: yeah most of the good what about a
1: what a about a smee SME show <laughs> on disney plus nobody wants to that yeah, <laughs> bob exactly. Hoskins is dead. um the, oh by the way speaking of smee we talked about the last episode um bob Hoskins smee in hook yeah there you go yeah
0: but oh. anyway the i think uh there was, uh, there's just way too much to talk about, man. I feel like I'm, I'm like you in that aspect where, um, just when I was just thinking I was about to blow my load, all of a sudden, you know, like they announced a different one, like another sequel, and this and that. Now there's a lot of movies that they announced that, like, you think, like, do we really need a sequel of that? And for the most part, I was like, yes, we need a sequel of that. Like, I for one do need a fucking sequel to Sister Act, okay?
1: I uh, for uh, one. Sister uh, Act three, right? This is the Sister is Act three. three.
0: We got Hocus Pocus. Pocus. Need
1: some money. Hocus Pocus 2. That's Hocus cool.
0: Too. We got we got Disenchanted, the uh, the sequel to Enchanted, which mm-hmm. I very very much enjoyed. Is that Drew Barrymore? And, no. no. Emmy Adams. Oh, okay, okay. But how hard did you get when they sur- they announced and they showed a trailer to Mighty Ducks? Oh, oh I man. didn't see it. Didn't no, no. See no hear, it. Me hear me out. Hear me out. Couldn't care less. Hear me out.
1: No, no, I no, you know. I, I didn't even know they released it, so thought, I'm, I'm listening.
0: And I, and I thought that they were gonna do like going on like one of those like gender swap things, where uh, I, you <laughs> know, I I uh, uh, Lorelai Gilmore was gonna be like Gordon Bombay or something like oh, that. Lorelei. But then out of nowhere, Emilio Estevez is in it, and he plays Gordon Bombay. So it exists within that world and all that sort of thing. So it might be interesting. I think I'm gonna watch it if it has the same kind of tone and spirit of the movies. I'm all for it.
1: Let me guess. Gordon Bombay falls for the star player's mom.
2: Yep. No, Grandma. Grandma
1: at this point. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, so... Yeah, we um, found... We met on Match.com.
0: Uh, and I hear Charlie Sheen And I hear Charlie is going to play a hockey puck. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right.
1: But the... No, no, Charlie, that's not blow. That's just shaved <laughs> oh, ice, dude. That's man. shaved ice, man. Come on, Charlie. Relax.
0: Oh, fuck, so much winning. <laughs>
1: so Um, much winning um, uh i I didn't know they released another one they're they're gonna pump that mighty ducks train until it just bleeds out there is just Um,
0: way too like i don't even know like where to even begin you know i'm trying to watch i'm trying to watch all these uh these announcements and i was watching them at work and i just kept tweeting like texting you guys oh my god this now this now that i know
1: and if you're listening let us know like hit us up on twitter hit us up on the show uh let us know your favorite you know if we missed one, um I'm sure we did because there was like a million, mm-hmm. so uh let us know let us know what your favorite was. There' were so many you know mess uh, with Disney does they buy all these stuff uh, all these companies and so you're under the umbrella they so no matter what you're gonna like something that they released you know um
0: I think um one thing that we should probably end the whole like and as far as announcements with star mm, mm right what is star guys
1: i don't even have a description of it so i would have to not be me
2: alex you know that. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 premium this is going to be the premium to uh oh oh,
1: oh to disney yes. plus yes right? oh, this, this this which has
2: long been rumored there were a lot of conversations about what that would mean and uh what i got from it is effectively it will be your opportunity to see a film uh before everybody else assuming you're willing to pay that particular premium if i'm not mistaken not
0: that uh, extra dollars a month yeah yeah how, many, how much how much more money like an extra two dollars a month or something
1: like that only two bucks but it was my star. Damn it, they got wait. me wait they fucking got me those sons, no. those sons of the bitches
0: it was <laughs> because you know there are a lot of movie studios that are under the disney umbrella like hollywood picture yeah touchstone pictures like basically anything that they thought was more adult oriented they would slap the touchstone pictures logo on it right so kind of like a nightmare before Christmas when it was originally received uh, released it was touchstone pictures Um, but the uh, and they're going to
2: put all of these things on on that
0: all of these basically anything even the rock Armageddon uh, to differentiate
2: two, between uh, like uh for yeah. you know kids in 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 over 18 or yeah. over 16 so the, or whatever it's just
0: a
1: mature uh yeah yes. more mature yeah, yes. yeah. So,
0: so i would imagine that they're gonna pump out basically everything that they uh, gathered from 20th century fox to put on that as well oh yeah die hard is showing up on that would and...
1: you consider pinocchio a mature movie that movie is trippy the which orig- one any midocchio <laughs> <laughs> the, the original the original is super the, the weird
0: the original like, source is, is very it's not kid or like you know it's well sure not, but but we're talking about the film that was yeah, made no, i, I know, get the I know, source like,
2: but the the one that was made the, the animated and then wasn't there another one wasn't there another one a few uh, years ago a live action i, I could have swore yeah. there was
1: i think i i think there was too but not you know this one's going to be We'll probably make a lot more money, but yeah, the star that, that, yeah, you're right. You did tell me about that. The, the, and that makes more sense, right? Like it's going to be like star and then they're going to probably merge Hulu and then have star Hulu Uh, and then have that. And, you know, it's just before you know it, you're just going to be subscribing to Disney cable. And yeah. that's all you're going to be getting now because well, uh, they own everything.
2: Hulu's going to have the option of showing some uh, live content, I I would imagine. They, do. they, they actually
1: have Hulu and live TV oh, right okay. now. Um, so there, there you go. Yeah, they're, they're already right there.
2: That's your cable company. Now it's your cable yep. provider now.
1: Yeah, it's either, it's either that or it's like if you're in L.A., it's Spectrum. I think if you're on the East Coast, it's like Cox um, yeah. or YouTube TV or Hulu or Sling. Like those are the options right now. Um, and it, it's changing. And I think once live sports, uh the contracts end, then like Disney and Amazon and these companies are gonna hop on yep. and they're gonna be like, Yep, you can only get live sports through us now. Um, they're
2: already, yeah. Uh, to your point, there are some of them already doing I know Amazon Prime shows. For sure, show, yeah.
1: You know, of of live sports. And you know, I, I wouldn't be you know, and obviously Amazon's too big to merge with Disney and so is YouTube. So we're looking at these like Google versus Disney versus yeah. Amazon for the next like few years.
0: Yeah. well they have to they have to keep
1: who do you it. guys side with who's your company of choice Well, they we should put that threat. on a poll on our twitter like who's yeah. your company of choice that you, you give your money to well,
0: the and thing, data as long as they keep producing very different content from one another i think people are going to want to go with either or because honestly at prime video their content is very different than like i find on on i i i find that like the stuff on it's very mature. It's very mature oriented. They don't get very the they, nudity, violence, galore, like everything. A lot
1: more indie too, because you don't yeah. need that money. Um, you can just kind of have a lot more like raw stand-up too. Like it's kind of what Netflix was when it first had all uh, streaming content. Right. And yeah. then Netflix got their money and good for them, you know, that's what
0: you, yeah, you want. Cool. So there's stuff I watch on Prime Video that I think the tone of it, the the feel of it is very different from what's available on Netflix. Very much so. I think, Netflix is. I think Netflix is trying, they're trying to produce stuff that's the most viewers possible per project.
1: Yep. Yeah. Like uh, if I want to watch like a good true crime documentary, i go to Hulu. Like I'll just go to Hulu because, you know, they'll have a lot more like grimy stuff, like, you know,
0: yeah, so and, not, I,
1: and not like churched up.
0: So I think there's going to be a market for every one of the streaming services, you know, as long as, the, as long as well, the con- look,
1: they got my money and they got your money, they got all our money and our data. So we're, we're there.
0: Well, they you know, own us. Well, if you kind of share your, your, I think if you share your accounts with like other households, like for example, let's say us three, for example, we got together, you paid for Disney plus I pay for Netflix and and uh Alex will pay for like you know, whatever other one kind of thing, and we just yep. borrow each other's accounts. So it kind of works out that way.
1: He'll pay for parlor.
0: Right. <laughs> you
2: get sign up now and you get three months free.
1: Is it a paid site? Are you see? Well, I, I have know know idea. no idea? No, I, I, don't, I, I, don't don't mean, I don't I don't know. I don't think I think it is I think it's a free site. Like I got uh, yeah. <laughs> can you imagine? Yeah, exactly. Oh man. Can you imagine they're a sponsor of the nerd lot? <laughs> 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 That'd be the day, like, Watch fucking sellout. <laughs> but, like, Manny the sellout, like, you can join Parlor today. <laughs> yep. Upgrade uh, to
0: a new account. Yeah. Join uh, Parlor, but don't stop now. If you get the premium access to it, I will give you my butthole to <laughs> <laughs> um
1: And I do want to, before we head out of here, um, just one thing, and you're going to, by the time you listen to this, because I doubt I'll be able to edit it before tomorrow morning. PS5 is going on sale 6 a.m
2: oh yeah
1: uh by the next episode i'll tell you if i was able to get one um i will preemptively say it's a big old fuck no, (laughs) but we'll see we'll see good luck uh thank you um manny alex you guys want to say anything else to the fans out there to our listeners to uh anybody else who tunes in the aliens who listen
0: no man just you know that's pretty much it i uh (sighs) i'm fucking tired (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah it's eleven seventeen on the west coast I'm
0: so tired i'm so tired right now no but uh, you know i i you know i think uh like i said we're gonna you know close out the uh the year a little bit i think it's gonna end pretty much like after uh the christmas episode and all that yep. and end with like that but uh you know you know um definitely uh you know just stick around guys because i think uh, the content is only going to keep getting better and better. And once and once we're allowed to actually record in person, or we do figure out a way to record in person and do it in a very safe way, the energy is going to be much more, uh, more uh, different. I think because um, we're going to be able to drink together <laughs> uh, so, and, so-
1: and converse, and you know, and and you know, cut each other off in person. It's it's going to be it's it's, it's going to be a well a much needed um, break from the reality we were given for the last 12 months. I felt like we were in this bubble reality, like Scarlet Witch, like, you know, so I'm, I'm excited to get out of this, get back to um, engaging with humans again and um, stick around. Like Manny said, season three is going to be the best episode, the best season of the nerd light yet. Season two may have only been like four episodes or five episodes, but um, I guarantee next year, we're gonna have a lot of fun.
0: Season two um, was definitely—I think—season two has an asterisk in the same way that baseball had.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is a sixty-one asterisk for yeah. sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, Alex, you want to say anything before we head out of here?
2: Uh, for anybody listening, give us some feedback. Let us know what are the topics you'd like us to cover. Uh, you know, Great if there's uh, if there's any feedback uh, you could give us, we would greatly appreciate it. This is this shows for you.
1: 100%. If you have something you want us to talk about, um, let us know. If you want to hear some Manny story time, let us know. We haven't talked about that in an episode. I think that's what we should be next time. Manny, come up with a good story for the next episode. I'll play the Manny story time music and uh, we'll have a good time. Go uh, until then, um, I guess my name is Brandon. My name's Manny. I'm Alex. And we are
0: Zidnerd Nerd All right, guys. Till next time. Absolutely.